You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Katzfrance, and this is our latest look at the Chicago White Sox. I'm joined by Mr. Scott Merkin. Merck, 2016 did not go as forecasted on the south side of Chicago, um, and yet the year ended on a really upbeat note at the winter meetings with the, the two uh, halls they got for, for Chris Sale and for Adam Eaton. Um, but just to kind of contextualize 2016 and, and how we got here, what, what stands out to you from this season? Do you have you know, any, any favorite moments or, or favorite stories that emanated out of this year? Out of this year? It's interesting because Rick Hahn is now officially, I think, the king of the winter meetings. You know, the last three <laughs> have been pretty productive for him, although, you know, I'm sure yeah. he would say it's not gotten him a, a ton. Title. We hope yeah. that changes yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you, you know, when we do our year in review stories, it seems like I'm writing about December as much as August or July or sure. anything else the last couple of years. But, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that does stand out is, you know, Chris Sale's seven-year run, highly successful, amazingly successful run in Chicago, coming to an end it was interesting i talked to don cooper recently and he said you know you never know he may come back at some point of course you know when he's available to come back again that's going to be quite a haul you would think that he that he gets in is you know one of the best if not the you know one of the best pitchers and baseball maybe the best pitcher in the american league but that's what kind of stands out to me you know i mean it, it's uh, I, I guess two things that and then on the flip side that you know it's interesting that they did go for the rebuild they decided this was time when there was evidence that this team was not bad last year at some point you know remember this was a 23 and 10 team with a six game lead in the division as of may 9th i believe now again fans get tired also of hearing that they were in first place for 117 days in 2012 what does that mean you know ultimately nothing they didn't make the playoffs either year but you know there there was if the right moves were made there was a chance in a division that's kind of jumbled behind the cleveland indians right now that you could get in there, but but you under, you get into the postseason, you could fight for the postseason. But you do understand how the White Sox are kind of tired of going with, well, if we get this guy and he has a good year, and if this guy stays healthy, and if this guy hits 25 home runs, then we might make a run at the division and for sure be in the first or second wild card race. So I think that's the biggest thing is that th- there was some talent there. Once again, it fell short, and they I don't want to say finally, but they you know, did decide to make the move on going for the rebuild and in the process trading one of the best pitchers in baseball with one of the best contracts in baseball, who, despite what, you know, ever happened with the jerseys and everything else, one of the better clubhouse guys too for the White Sox. So an interesting direction. And in the backside of that, they got a great talent haul in return for Adam Eaton and Chris Sale combined. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, uh, I mean, that was the goal going into the winter, basically, is to, to have a direction, right. to have a firm direction and execute it, and they executed it in a big way, and we'll see what uh, what more uh, comes out of uh, that execution, because there, there's still possibly more to be done there, but um, looking back at some positives uh, within 2016, I mean, the, the fact that Sale was such an attractive trade candidate speaks to how great his season was. Him and Jose Quintana were just tremendous at the top of the rotation. Yeah, and I think that goes back to the if we can get into the playoffs, we have a fighting shot, you know, because yeah. you put Chris Sale and Jose Quintana, I mean, I would think even the Cubs who won the World Series, or the well, the Indians had some p- pitching injuries, but even the Indians yeah. at full strength would probably take either one of those guys to put near the top of their rotation for a World Series game. So I think that goes beyond, that goes back to the if we get in, 
if, 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 what's the Field of Dreams? I don't watch that movie. So if they, if we if you build it, they will come or something like that. If you get there, they can pitch. I think was the White Sox theme there. And yeah, I mean, you know, and, and as we speak right now, Jose Quintana is part of the White Sox, and that could change by the time we hang up this conversation, or it could change by July or maybe even March. You know, I think it all is dependent on the demand they have. Again, prime players there with great ability with phenomenal contracts. I mean, you talk about Quintana, Sale, Adam Eaton, Nate Jones, all great deals. Jose Abreu, you know, is now has opted into arbitration year to year. But I think, you know, that that speaks to the talent they have and that they have the pieces to really make this rebuild strong because of what they should be able to get in return. Yeah, it's kind of a perfect storm. I think I've written this where <laughs> – they're a bad team with some good players, like a lot of good players who are marketable in the trade market. And that was before they did traded us. Uh, I mean, so. Do you look at them and think they were a bad team though? I mean, I, I kind of thought I, they, they weren't a good team. They, they, I mean, I, that's what made me wonder. I mean, I, I guess they just decided, you know, without coming out and saying this, they weren't going to go full into the free agent market. They weren't going to give yeah. us $110 million. So in that case, what's the alternative? You're not going to piece it together again. So you got to go the other direction and start the rebuild right. basically then. Yeah, I will say you asked, you asked about one story. You asked about one story that stood out, and the story that stood out to me has got to be uh, Jose Abreu reunited with his with his son. Yeah, and you know he um, he got to see him briefly in the Goodwill tour last December to Cuba, and then he came over. And I remember you know after the game in Miami that the Sox played there, him holding his son's hand, walking through the clubhouse, just beaming with pride, and it even came. I should say even like we're like we're such scourges. He came over and introduced him to all. I think there were four beat writers on that trip, and he shook our hands and looked like he, the poor kid looked like he just wanted to go to sleep at that point. But you could tell he was so happy to be with his dad. And that, that's a moment that will always stand out for me, baseball or otherwise. Yeah, and that was special, and, and his performance down the stretch was special. And, and I'm sure the, the, the two stories there were kind of intertwined. But, uh, but yeah, just to get back to the earlier point, Murray, it was just a team that two years there just didn't add up to the sum of its parts. And there was a lot of frustration right, right. That, that came from that, and uh, frustration came out. And, uh, Mr. Sales, uh, uh, cut up of the, of the throwback jerseys. Hey, like it or not, that's part of his legacy in Chicago now. And that's certainly a story that stood up in 2016. Um, was the way that all went down. Yeah. You know, I, I, I understand. I, I always, I, I, I got to know Chris real well, you know, over, he was the longest tenured guy there, uh, going into last season at seven years. And I had covered, you know, not all of his games, but I'd covered a large portion of his games and had been there all seven years. And, I understood the message. I think the method was probably a little off. Obviously, you don't want to. I, I think it was. I think. I think the, the method, method was came, great. The method was awesome. Well, the method. The method certainly drew some attention. And you know, he joked with me when I interviewed him at the the deck a couple of days after that about he had gotten some interesting memes in considering him and the jerseys and all that afterwards. You can only imagine the the Edward Scissorhands stuff and everything else. Yeah, I, I think that was. I think that was the reaction to that moment. But I think it was the ultimate frustration and that the kid wants to win. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you cannot take that away from him. He wants to win, and he wants – now, granted, you know, there was a year, I think 2012, when they were in first place for 117 days and took it down the stretch. Yeah, he struggled a little bit in that last one, but that was also his first year as a starter, if I have that math right. Yeah, first year as a starter. Yeah. So, you know, he learned, and he and he's had phenomenal years the last couple of years, and he just he wants to be in the playoffs, and I think he's going to get his – barring something unexpected, although we're, we're so early on. But put it this way, I think we'll have a very serious chance to make it this year with the team he's with. Yes, he does, and the White Sox are, are looking very good, um, as, as we were told at the winter meetings. Uh, I, I had one uh, executive tell me there. 
going to be damn good in a couple of years. So a lot to look forward to on the south side. And, yeah, I think people are just kind of excited about the fact that there is a direction now. And uh, it, it, it's pretty clear they acquired a lot of great young talent moving forward here. So we'll see what 2017 holds. Scott Merkin will be all over it for MLB.com. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been MLB.com Extra, Chicago White Sox edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.